0: Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig.
1: Welcome to episode number 61. My name is Quinn Eaton. I'm DJ Pig. And with us in studio for our, our episode, our Wild Thoughts episode. I'll go ahead and say the name of the episode because we just kind of have to introduce it. Right. But in studio with us, again, he was here last time for our Wild Thoughts episode and he's back and better than ever. Oof. Keegan Watkins. Keegan, Keegan Watkins. That's right. That's your name, isn't that's, it? That's me. So uh, we're super excited about this. This was a, a popular episode, or at least we thought it was. Yeah. Uh, and we're excited to maybe dive back into it. Now, the original format uh, for our podcast, DJ and Keegan, which you guys both probably already know this, mm-hmm. we usually take a topic and we discuss it and we unpack it. Yep. For about for about 95%, 95% of the topic, that's right. how much we unpack it. Uh-huh. And it usually lasts about 25, 35 minutes, something like that. Uh, But for these Wild Thoughts episodes, uh, we get to talk about, you know, a wide range of topics. It's almost like many topics. And so, I think last time we might have dissected maybe four to five Wild Thoughts, and we have even more today in store, and we've got some absolutely Wild Thoughts. Now, DJ, go ahead and describe to the audience, whenever we say Wild Thoughts, what we're talking about.
0: When we say Wild Thoughts, we are talking about just these kind of concepts that maybe we as humans uh, contemplate mm. every now and then, when, whenever our mind may drift off, uh, yes. and maybe a daydream, and not to hint it back to, towards right. A later yes, episode. exactly.
1: And uh, I think Keegan, last time we we maybe compared it to shower thoughts. Mm-hmm. People oh, shot people that you know they're thinking in the shower, and then they have these intricate thoughts, like maybe these life's most difficult puzzles to solve. Uh, so that's what we're talking about, and uh, I mean. Why? Why do you think these thoughts are so captivating to the human mind, Keegan?
2: Well, because there's a lot of sad
1: in this world. Yes, and that's right. We need
2: something to distract us from all mm. the hurt and
1: trouble and evil. Okay, so we're Absolutely. we're we're focusing on the more fun things to to focus on rather than than you know maybe just making ourselves sad with all the news that's in that's in today's uh, society. So I, I like the idea, uh, and, and that's basically, I think, what our podcast tries to do, is we try to take everyone's minds, oh, you know, they might have the news on, and they say, I just want to listen to something and, you know, not think at all, and maybe laugh every once in a while. So that's the perfect way uh, to listen to our podcast, is take it in, in that kind of perspective. Uh, but the Wild Thoughts episode... I would say is even better than, uh, well, I wouldn't say even better because our podcast is pretty good, wouldn't you say, DJ? Well, yeah, absolutely. But the Wild Thoughts episode allows us to be a little bit more creative, a little bit outside the box. Right. Um, and you don't hear that phrase, outside the box, as much as you used to. Because right. I, if I feel like everything's outside the box now. Uh,
0: yeah. it's The world has become generally more creative okay. as a whole, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you, you don't get a, a lot of stuff is already outside the box. So yes. I, I can't think sometimes I think we're just kind of doing away with the box. Yeah, you,
1: so right now instead of thinking outside the box, we are getting rid of the box yep. a, as a whole. Yep. Uh, and usually we say that we're unpacking the box. Well, whenever we do the wild thoughts episode, we're ripping it apart. Yep. Uh, there's no physical box because it's all just a part of our imagination visualization exactly. and we just have to dive right into it. And talking about diving right into it. I think that we might should get to some of these interesting thoughts. We
0: got a packed, packed schedule. We
1: have a lot of questions to get to, so please stay tuned. I know that at some point you might say that question is absolutely ridiculous and turn it off. Feel free to not do that because we have a lot of conversations to get to. So without further ado, uh, we're going to go ahead and get to Wild Thoughts with Quinn Eaton, DJ Pig, and Keegan Watkins. Yes, sir. Volume two.
2: Wow 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 thoughts Wow 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 When I wish you all I get is wild thoughts Wow 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 When I wish you all I get is wild thoughts
1: Does my stomach think all potatoes are mashed? Hmm 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 Hmm, hmm. That's a that's an interesting question does my stomach think all potatoes are mashed? Uh, well, that's, I mean, yes, I, w- I would go ahead and say it's a wild thought because, of course, as, as you eat mashed potatoes, uh, your stomach, you know, takes it in as mashed potatoes. Right. But then if you eat any other potato-based food, uh, french fries, baked potato, uh, whatever have you, uh, it's going to go into your stomach at some point as mashed. So I would, right. I would assume if the stomach was conscious, it would think that all potatoes are mashed. What are your guys' thoughts on that?
0: Uh, I think absolutely. I think yes. to an extent, all foods that we eat, our stomachs would recognize as mashed.
1: Great point. Fantastic point. Yes, that's true. Uh, because of that, I'm thinking more of all potatoes
2: coming as mashed, but mashed potatoes maybe more of like a smoothie since
1: they mash wow. the mash. Wow. Okay. Oh so, so you're saying that's and that's a wild thought within a wild thought. Yeah. You're saying that since the mashed potatoes are already sort of Mashed the, in the in the, pre-mashed. Su- the pre-mashed their substance uh, before they even go into the stomach or enter the body uh, is already mashed. So you're saying that through the breakdown of the food itself, it would become even more mashed, or maybe even a potato smoothie. Yeah, it's wow. exactly what I Goodness. think it is. That is that is very interesting. Uh, but yeah, I think I think I mean honestly, the stomach. Which of course the stomach isn't conscious, or at least we don't think it is. Right. Um, but it would you would go ahead and assume that the stomach would just basically. Add up, or conclude that all potatoes were mashed. However, if it saw mashed potatoes, like you said, it might be a little, uh, you know, confused. I don't know what would be the right word for. It. But I mean, you're saying that it would be like a like a smoothie form. Can you get, can you dive into that? Can you kind of unpack that a little bit more? Yeah. So
2: potatoes. Mashed potatoes are mashed. Right. And then once they go into the body, they become more mashed. Okay.
1: Causing a smoothie effect. Smoothie effect. So we would conclude that the stomach does think all potatoes are mashed on that one, would we?
0: You could also even go as far as saying as maybe it just recognizes the different kinds of mashed potatoes mm-hmm. as like, okay, well, what I ate was French fries, but maybe my stomach just recognizes that as, all right, they didn't mash the potatoes up enough. There's some lumps still in the, in the mashed potatoes, right. lumpy and then, mashed potatoes.
1: And then the ingredients that come in with the mashed potatoes right. or the potato uh, food. Uh, right. So let's say that it was maybe some, some curly fries. Yep. Uh, there'd be little parts of maybe curly fry in the potatoes. Yep. Uh, or as if you ate a, a loaded big potato, there'd be some maybe some chives and oh, some bacon in bacon. there. Oh, yeah. So maybe the maybe the stomach would bacon. be able to differentiate between the potatoes just based on what else is in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's very interesting. That's a wild thought, I'd say.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. 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 Hmm.
1: Are pigeons actually government surveillance? Hmm.
0: Hmm.
1: hmm. 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 That is a great question. Now, are pigeons actually government surveillance? So this is assuming, I I guess, that pigeons are not actual animals or actual birds? Not at all. The, the, oh, okay. The, gover- so, the
2: government makes them. Okay. I'm kind of an expert on this. Okay. Take, go ahead and take the reins.
1: Government Keegan. makes the...
2: Uh, robot surveillance, which looks like pigeons. Okay. And we're stupid enough to think it's a bird. Uh, and Interesting. If you, if you notice, the pigeons are pretty much always in big cities. Nashville, there's a few. Okay. New York, I, I'm sure there's just a lot. LA, That's true. They might be a little bit I would assume pigeons, in all the but, big, big cities, yes. Yeah, a lot of pigeons. But there's one thing you don't see.
1: Okay, that's baby pigeons. Baby pigeons. Ah, so you're saying that, right. that the lack of baby pigeons is all the evidence you need to go ahead and conclude that pigeons are government that's surveillance. That's all. Okay. That's all that I needed. And you're and you're also pointing out that they're in the big cities because that's all that matters. Like that's why maybe in the rural areas you don't see. Well, as it's many kind of pigeons. like
2: a uh, like a beta tester. You know.
1: Okay. They want to see how it goes in
2: the big city with a lot of you know turnout crimes. Okay. What have you, and. But they're not—they're
1: not stopping these crimes. They're just surveying, like you know, yeah, making sure that they're keeping up with.
2: It. I, I don't really know the end game to it, okay. but I know—I know there is one.
1: DJ, what are your thoughts on the on the surveillance pigeons?
0: Well, that—that that is one wild thought.
1: It is a wild thought for sure. Um,
0: you know, it—it it makes sense to an extent because I—I. I haven't seen any baby pigeons myself.
1: I have never seen a baby pigeon, nor around here I would go ahead and say I've never seen a, a regular-sized pigeon.
0: Well, and another thing you got to look at is pigeons are probably the most f- friendly or, or not, well, I they're don't not, know. They're not.
1: I wouldn't say they're friendly, but I would say that they're not scared of people. Right. Uh, they're most because they're, they're looking at They're you.
0: the most tame, and I think that that's because they, if, that's the, if this is the case, if they are government spies, yes. then they have to be closer to the people. Oh, i they can't just be watching from far off and that's tree. and that's
1: why often you don't see them maybe flying around which of course they do fly sometimes but right. for the most part they're not flying around you they're kind of waddling around you that's yes right. and they're kind of taking it in and they're getting right. trying to get close to your to your i don't know your body or maybe your your legs i don't know i haven't i haven't ever had a close encounter with a pigeon but i'm yeah. starting to visualize one and it is a little scary
0: well you know a lot of people will go to parks and whatnot to feed pigeons where does that bread and, and seed or whatever go uh, i'm it?
2: sure there's a compartment in there that does something with it, but breaks down. If you're feeding pigeons, please stop
1: immediately. Let's see yes. if we can kill those little, well, little suckers. Yeah, because of course, Keegan, you're assuming that the government is doing this, and, it, and it's a you know a violation of privacy. Yeah, uh, it and, is. But you're also saying that they care enough about this to where they build a compartment inside the pigeon itself. Uh, yeah, to cover up the the whole uh, conspiracy it, around this.
2: It's very expensive.
1: That's why it's only in the big cities because it's okay. a waste of money. I understand. Uh, and, and the fact that these the the government is going as far to make these pigeons as lifelike as possible, to where they would pick up some bread and then maybe dispose of it later. That's very fascinating. And just the the mannerisms of a pigeon is what I started thinking about. How they're always kind of twitching around and maybe giving you a, a little side eye. Maybe they turn your turn their head and they look at oh, you with oh one yeah. eye. That eye is probably magnifying and, you know and it collecting data and. And doing all kinds of face, because we always see that, you know, criminals are are caught because of some kind of face recognition. We always assume it's a camera, or, you know, they walked into a business, but it could be these surveillance pigeons. Am I I wrong by saying that? I can't say you're not. So, that is an absolutely wild thought. The the government is spying on us with pigeons. Um, And, you know... You can't confirm it, but you also can't deny it. So I think that's what gives it some credibility. If anybody out there
2: listening has seen a baby pigeon, please let me know directly. That way I can
1: just never talk to you again because you're a liar. Or... T- try to take a picture of this baby pigeon, which maybe yeah. that's why we've never seen a picture of a baby pigeon, because any time that someone snapped a picture of a baby pigeon, they've been erased from all of existence. Yeah. So those are but I mean we don't need to get too deep into the conspiracy right. because I already feel like I know too much about it. That's this, true. This I topic. feel dirty. I yes. feel like I
0: need to wash all Yeah,
1: well that's a little strange, but it is wild, isn't it? That's pretty wild, huh?
0: Yeah,
1: When does it stop being partly cloudy and start being partly sunny? That is a absolutely fascinating question. And I do want to point out uh, the Wild Thoughts song. I know that it was maybe it had a, oh, a, a brief stint at that, the top. That riff. The riff's really good. Oh, the, the guitar's guitar. catchy. Uh, I'm sure, and I think we mentioned this in the last last time we did this Wild Thoughts episode was episode 41, I yeah. think. Uh, so it's been a while. This is episode 61, right? Yeah. So that's 20 episodes later. My wow. Goodness. How about that? But hey. the, the, the the song itself, I guess, was a little popular whenever we started it. Um, probably not, though. Um, but yeah, the, the song's catchy, and I hope people aren't getting tired of it whenever we play it every oh. single time we do a new one.
0: And Rihanna's really hot.
1: That's true. Yeah, she is. And and we're talking about Wild Thoughts, T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S, not T-O-T-H-O-T-S. But the question, we're rounding back to the question, which is, when does it stop being partly cloudy and start being partly sunny? Now, that is referring to the weather forecast. Right. Uh, So the the meteorologist or the weather person uh, would would get on and they would say, uh, yeah, expect high of a 72 and it's going to be partly cloudy today. However, sometimes they'll say, "Yeah, it's going to be 80 82 and it's going to be partly sunny." Now, how does that make sense? Do you guys have any idea how that how that kind of adds up? I would think that
0: part it would be if it's partly cloudy, then it's partly sunny
1: exactly. at the same time. It seems like without without there being partly cloudy, then there's no partly sunny. Right. So, I I I don't understand. If it's
0: partly something, there's got to be another part to it.
1: Maybe it's interchangeable. Right. Maybe Partly cloudy is the same thing as partly sunny. Maybe
0: it, maybe it's like a glass half full, glass half empty. Type ah, yeah. Like just a, depending on the meteorologist and how their day's going.
1: Very good connection. So you're saying that it's just based off how they're feeling, yeah. Uh, and then personal preference would mm-hmm. would you know determine whether they said partly cloudy or partly sunny. Keegan, you've got a little bit of a look in your eye yeah, over there. The, what are you What are you to? This
2: one's kind of simple for me. It's a uh, simple one. Go You're ahead looking you.
1: at it 50/50, okay. whereas I'm
2: looking at it maybe 75 25. Ah. Know? So there's I 75 sun and that means there's 25 cloud, so it's partly cloudy.
1: Okay. They, they right. want to say they want to say it's cloudy out there, but they know they can't. Right. Okay. okay. And so then the sun, you know, speaking from the other side, oh yeah. What what would be the explanation for it being partly um, sunny? It, it would probably be 75%
2: Clouds and 25% sunlight wow. reaching through the clouds.
0: So, wow. are we saying that this is just a strictly 75 25 percentages, or, or could, could this be like 52 48? It could, it, and that's
1: the thing. We are just speculating. This is pure speculation, right? Uh, Keegan looks like he's ready to give an answer. I would say. Um, that it, it could be any percentage, but I guess it does have to kind of outweigh the other one. Like, so it has to be for it to be partly sunny, there has to be more clouds, and for it to be partly cloudy, there has to be more sun. Is that is that? Yeah. Am I right on the tr- on the right that, track there? That's right. Okay. And I, I look like I was deep in thought. I was just adding up some numbers, doing
2: some math. Wow. Okay. And I think the don't so, strain yourself. So over you there. know you know the pictures with the clouds where you see the sunlight just kind of yes. coming through. Yes. Yes. I think the way to get those pictures so perfect, is that you have, let's say, 31% sun, and mm. then maybe like 69% cloud. Oh. Wow. Okay. okay. Very nice. Very nice. It would be a very nice picture. That would
1: be a very nice picture in yeah. a very nice day. 69%, uh, you said sunny or cloudy? Cloud, cloud. Because cloud. Which, which, you, you need the Either sun,
2: sun kind of like reaching down, like little fingers coming through the clouds. Whatever. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I see.
1: And, and here's the thing that I was thinking about, just briefly, as you started explaining that, uh, The partly sunny sounds better than partly cloudy, does it not? Yeah. You would prefer to see on your forecast, maybe on your phone or as you're leaving for work or something on the TV, it it to say partly sunny. For some reason, uh, that sounds better than partly cloudy. That that does sound a lot better. Unless you're, you know, fair complex like I am. I have a a very pasty skin, so I might prefer it to be partly cloudy. Right. uh, Because then that would say, oh, okay, I'm going to have more cloud cover. I don't need to throw on the SPF today.
0: I mean, you know, there's a reason Lennon said here comes the sun didn't do do and not here comes the clouds oh my god
1: right okay so you're saying you're bringing it back to the song by the beatles yeah here comes the sun uh, it's not here comes the partly sunny right it's here comes the sun yeah uh kind of a kind of an interesting you know connection there but i see where you're kind of going with that yeah because i guess the sunny part is a little bit more uh, you know energetic and enthusiastic yeah uh, the clouds I don't I, you know people write songs about clouds but they're just not as happy as the right. sun no but yeah that's a that's a great point Keegan that you brought in the different percentages yeah. and having different you know aspects and and it all coming together to create a hundred percent yeah so that, it's very interesting we could talk about forecast all day we, oh, should, we okay. should probably Man. we should probably do a, a full podcast or a I'm full sure episode dedicated to or Forecast. Just weather. Uh, but we kind of just Hit on it here with a little magnifying glass, and it was very interesting, uh, very intriguing, and I would go ahead and say wild, wouldn't it? Would, oh, would you guys not? Boy, it was, it was wild.
0: Really
2: wild.
1: If Dora is an explorer, why does she only visit mapped areas? H possibilities Campbell's chicken noodle soup mm good yeah. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but that's a very interesting question that that we just posed there. If Dora is in fact an explorer, why does she only visit mapped areas because uh, you wanna uh, Dora is probably if not. One of the most famous explorers of all time, right? Uh, and you hate to say that because there's greats because you've got people like Christopher Columbus yep. and uh, Hernan Cortez. Well, Columbus right. is a fraud. Well, yeah, and we don't Clark. need, to, yeah, yeah, we don't need, to, we don't need to, just, need to get into that. Yeah, uh, but I do, you know, that would that's actually a good topic. Oh man, we could go all day. I'll write down, down Christopher Columbus. Yeah, we for could sure. go all
0: day and all night on that one.
1: But honestly, if you went up to someone in in America and you said, "Name an explorer," do, what do you think the the percentage of people would say Dora? Because they, I mean. Whenever you you just kind of connect those two words, you connect Dora and explore for some reason, and you don't, you don't really think of all these famous explorers that actually meant something. Not saying that Dora doesn't mean anything. Right. I'm just saying that she's not as important as some of these historical figures. Uh, but we're not talking about Dora. We're not talking about explorers in general, even though the definition of an explorer is a person who explores an unfamiliar area. Um, and that kind of leads to our question, if she's an explorer, then why does she only visit mapped areas?
0: Well, because she's a fraud just as columbus is. like ah. it doesn't it, it usually ends well for her but it didn't end well for others like columbus didn't get to where he was actually wanting to go and then and then like amelia earhart we all know how that ended yeah, or so actually I, we don't I, I don't
1: right well that's one of the mysteries of life right. or the mysteries of the world or history but, but, but it
0: just goes to show that true explorers that do unmapped areas didn't work out so well so maybe dora's just playing the smart one
1: okay and then you could almost also argue maybe an age aspect she seems like she's younger right um so maybe she is considered an explorer because she doesn't have a lot of knowledge of the area uh, but she's still exploring in general she's going outside of of the her areas that she usually lives would you go ahead and say because the map Not not only does she explore mapped areas, she has a physical map uh, that talks to her and has has a conscious, which Which, is a little scary. Well,
0: yeah, but and a backpack too.
1: What
2: if the map is just a subconscious of Dora, and it already knows what lies beyond? Although the
1: actual Dora herself. Is still unsure. Wow. wow, that that is that is definitely a wild thought, Oof. Keegan. That's why you're here. You always bring the the extra Oof. wild thoughts to the topics. Uh, that's very interesting that you say that. So you're saying that Dora's map. Now this is a kids TV show, but we're saying that Dora the Explorer, her map, is a part of her subconscious. So would you go ahead and say that the backpack is also part of her subconscious? Most definitely. Most it definitely, is. you could go ahead and add that up. So all of the elements that help her explore are actually within her own mind. Yeah, she, and, she could do it all
2: herself. She just didn't know that.
1: Wow, okay. If, if
2: I was a writer, I would make a maybe a Door the Explorer movie to mm-hmm. kind of tie up loose ends. Yes, and, maybe an action
1: movie, it sounds like.
2: Yeah, and the ending scene would be Map and the book bag just kind of
1: disappearing, and she realizes that it was all her. In her house, wow. or maybe, or maybe not them disappearing fully, uh, because they would still physically be there, except just that maybe the, the, the faces, faces. The faces kinda, go away, oh, wow. and she realizes that not only uh, are they still there, but she was capable of doing everything herself. The I think entire we're time. gonna have to delete this and just start writing yeah. on this. I, I also agree because this would be bad to just give someone this idea, yeah. and it, then not. If not anybody get steals for it. it, then we're coming oh, for we you. Oh, def- we definitely know, uh, but. Yeah, the, the question is, which we've kind of... I don't know if we've ventured off from the question, uh, why does she only visit mapped areas? I think we answered it with another question, uh, yeah. almost. But why do you think that she... If You know, she's an explorer, but she only visits mapped areas. Uh, we're saying that she already knew the areas, or maybe her subconscious knew the areas? Is that how we're answering the question?
0: Well, another thing you got to look at is she's young, for one. I assume that's, yes. that's how her character plays in the show. Yes. Uh, but also... I mean, how much uncharted territory do we actually still have out there? I'm right. sure there's quite a bit, but for a child like herself, smart nonetheless, I can't imagine that there's much uncharted territory for her to explore.
1: And yeah, and and she's you know a little girl. It looks like she's transferring or transporting herself into maybe from a, a small shirt to a medium shirt, but she has not yet bought the medium one because of right. course right. her her stomach is pudging out just a tad. Yep. Uh, but she, she
0: shows a little midriff.
1: Um, yeah, a little, a little bit. And it's fine. It's a, it's a kid's TV show. Yeah, it's not uh, a sexual thing. No, and that's not what I'm trying to lead to. That's not where I'm going with this. I'm I'm just thinking, kind of wondering, like, maybe if the backpack and the map are are not actual characters, does that mean that, you know, her cousin Diego, uh, the, the big red chicken uh, Swiper, are they all parts of her imagination, figments of uh, her imagination? I don't know,
0: but Swiper's a bitch.
1: Yeah, well, I think we can all agree that Swiper's a bitch. It is. Yeah, um, but... The question is, like, is she all, Is she coming up with this? Is this all her imagination? Maybe she's not exploring at all. Maybe she's staying in one place, but her mind is exploring possibilities, and that's why she's called Dora the Explorer. My
0: goodness. We're, we're uncovering I, a lot here.
1: I did get a D in Psychology
2: 180 last okay. semester. So okay. my professional opinion would be that Swiper is maybe the the id mm. of her subconscious. Yes.
1: A psychology uh, term there, or,
2: or maybe it's the ego. Like I said, I got a D,
1: so I'm not for sure which right. one's the bad part. But I know it's either the id or the ego. Very interesting, and we're really starting to uh, just give a maybe a critical analysis of Dora the Explorer itself. We
0: broke Dora down hard.
1: Yes, uh, and we're talking about like from a perspective of you know intellectually breaking her down. Yes, yes. We're, um, we're not
0: <laughs>
2: we're not torturing
0: her.
1: No, exactly. Not not yet. Yet.
0: Well, I mean, we did go all the way down to the midriff
1: that's true and that that wasn't I didn't mean to bring that out because it's a you know a bad look I think that's fine but I don't want to I don't want to talk about that because I think we've we've covered the question it was definitely a wild thought and we took it to places that were not mapped I'll go ahead and say that oh Uh, I didn't know we were going we found uncharted territories that's right sorry I stole it from you no you're good Would Lightning McQueen buy car insurance or life insurance? That's a great question. Okay, that was a car. That was a, that was a big timey because it's Lightning McQueen. Could you guys? T- oh, okay, very oh, good oh yes. see, so I, circle. I did. I think a a leaf blower, a lawnmower, oh, a Yeah, I, I'm, I hope that everyone understood what that was without me just trying to explain it. But that's a question that I think a lot of people have asked. Um, and a lot of people have have seen on social media and stuff right. and you know we see questions like this uh, but we're never given the answers so that's why i really wanted to dive into this one uh, lightning mcqueen if no one's familiar with it he's uh, the lead character from cars right uh, cars 1 2 and 3 so the trilogy right. i guess uh, he is a fictional uh, car he's a race car animated and he's and he's got you know eyes for this windshield and his yep. you know his tires are his arms and legs and stuff so he's basically Uh, It's a a car personified, and we're trying to answer the question, would he buy car insurance or life insurance?
0: All right. Now, I will go ahead and say the fact that you listed the tires as arms and legs already makes me want to lean a little bit more towards life insurance. Mm. Now, but... If we list them as tires and then just his eyes are the, are the windshield, then in that case, I think you got to go towards car insurance. Well, I,
2: I really don't understand the uh, just anything about the whole cars universe. Right. In terms Light- of what their parts of the car relate to as a human. Yes. Uh, because if you remember, Lightning McQueen changes his tires at least two or three times throughout That's the trilogy. True. Wow. So. Maybe they're more of shoes slash gloves. Okay, okay.
1: that's a very interesting uh, thought. You, there. you can't pull your
2: arm off and put a different one. No.
1: On. Well, at least not in our existence. Oh but, my. Now, if you're it, if it's you're where a it car, gets crazy, right? Now, here. now here's here's where I think I'm going to answer this question because in a universe where cars are humans, there there's no there's no human existence in the cars universe. Cars are the main uh, life form on this on this planet, I guess. Right. So the fact that they wouldn't know that they are cars I would go ahead and assume that okay. they would buy life insurance because that's it's their life like you know how we are right uh, we, we are assuming that we're human so and right. we assume that we have this life so we buy life insurance
0: they would probably go more towards getting the uh, tire insurance or or the garage ins- insurance
1: right so yeah home insurance would be garage insurance right. i guess is what you're saying yeah very interesting uh but I don't, I mean, I guess that's the easiest way to describe it, and I hope that that made sense. Did, did that make sense as I tried to answer that question?
0: Right. Well, I mean, and if you wanted to break it down into body parts again, like Keegan said, it could. the, the tires could be shoes, the axles could be arms and legs. Uh, um, then you got the windshield is the eyes, you got the, the hood is the nose, and, and the motor is the brain. And then, of course, your exhaust is, well, tailpipe. Yes, okay. Oh, yeah.
1: Very, very interesting because you just. You really gave the anatomy of the car itself, and you kind of compared it to the human body, and that's very interesting how you did that. Uh, Was that part of the question? No, it wasn't. Well, I guess it was. There was little parts and pieces that needed to be thrown in to answer the question. Yeah. Uh, So where do we land on this? What is the final conclusion? Would Lightning McQueen buy car insurance or life insurance? Life insurance. Uh, I'm still
2: stuck on the fact that Lightning McQueen would ride inside of Mac to go places. Oh,
0: that's a good. That's that's okay. a big.
2: That's a little rabbit hole. So Mac, I don't know Mac, if I want to go Mac down. Mac, of
1: course, was his was the big truck, the big yeah. semi Mac truck, the semi Mac truck, of yeah. course, in the in the movie. And Lightning McQueen would you know put himself inside all uh, the way. Yeah, and we're talking about like just as a car, like he's not yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, it sounded he would, wrong. He would go.
0: No, he's in inserting the, himself in, like the trailer. In, yeah, into the trunk, into the back trailer, the
1: trailer part. Yes. Oh, okay. So you're it, saying that uh, the fact that he would ride along with uh, Mac would kind of lead you to believe that maybe there's um, different options as as to life insurance and car insurance in this universe well i okay.
2: i just the whole cars universe confuses me and i would not be against never thinking about it in my entire life wow okay, okay. Right. So
1: I think that we're a little fuzzy on that. Yep. I think we're leaning towards life he would buy life insurance, though, right? That that I would, but but yeah. there is the exception. There is the exception to that. Yeah. Uh, and the, the beautiful thing about this, we covered that to about ninety five percent, and maybe uh, that last five percent that the audience is going to dive into, we'll be able to figure yeah, out. Yeah. God, God help you if you do. Yes, exactly yeah. right. Hmm.
0: May God have mercy on your soul. Hmm.
2: Hmm. Hmm.
1: If a bunch of cats jump on top of each other, is it still called a dog pile? Hmm. Mm. Mm.
0: Mm. Mm. Mm.
1: That is an interesting thought. Uh, the cats are jumping on top of each other. Uh, maybe as, you know, visually maybe a, like a dog pile would be uh, a bunch of football players jumping on top of each other and they're all piled up and it's called a dog right. pile. So the question is, saying if a bunch of cats did that, would it still be called a dog pile? I, which is, it's a very wild thought. I will give it that. Yeah. But I will go ahead and say that a dog pile is not defined by uh, what, what makes up, piled the, up the pile. Yeah. Because it's just a phrase. It's a saying. Oh, so the dot like dogs don't pile up like right. that. Usually, it's you know a dog pile of humans or right. or a dog pile of uh, paper towels. I'm exactly. not sure, but yeah, in a, in a grocery store they might you know display the paper towels in a dog pile. I'm right. not sure.
0: Well, I've always just heard it in terms of kind of foot whether it be football and you get a dog pile on the on the ball, yeah, or basketball you get a dog pile on the ball but never have I actually seen a pile of dogs.
1: pile like that, exactly, yes. yes. Keegan, what, what are your thoughts on this? Because it is a very uh, you know, intriguing thought to maybe try to kind of question it and try to figure out what the answer to this is. Uh, my answer is yes. Yes. Okay. So you're saying that if a pile of cats, if they piled up on top of each other, <laughs> it would be called a dog pile still, regardless yes. of the fact that the cats I, are making up the dog pile.
2: I would say the cats themselves would not... Because you know, cats are afraid of dogs. Mm. But maybe a, a third party, like a like a pigeon that's spying on them. Wow. And he might yell, "Dog pile!" and then all the cats oh. are like, "Dog where?" and then they run. So it's kind of like a
1: like a way to put an into it. Okay. okay. In in the cat universe. Interesting. Very interesting. And the fact that you brought the pigeon, the surveillance pigeon, back in uh, is is very. I really did like that. Uh, but, yeah, so now we're getting into the cat universe. There's so many different universes as we, you know, we just discussed the cars universe, and now we're talking about cats universe, and maybe this government surveillance universe where the pigeons control everything. Uh, but I, I think that the main the main portion or the main, uh, I don't know, part that we're trying to discover here is whether or not what makes up a dog pile matters. And I think we would go ahead and say that it does not. No, not at all. Yeah. Because you were, you were talking about basketball, there's a dog pile... Whenever I think of a dog pile, I think of it like a celebration, like somebody just hit a game-winning shot. Yeah, baseball. Or, or they, yeah, or yeah, or they, you know, hit a home run, and yep. there's a dog pile on home plate. Or yeah. there's a dog pile at the mound whenever they win the World Series. Yeah. Uh, the fact that most of the time people are making those up uh, would go ahead and lead you to believe that it would not be called a, a you know a people pile. Right. Uh, we don't we don't refer to it as what makes it up. It's just referred to as a dog pile. Now the only exception I would see to this is if there was a sports team called dogs like the you know like the the boston dogs or something okay and they won a sporting event and then they piled up on each other then that would be a literal and uh figurative dog pile yeah wow
0: okay so wow. i f-
1: i feel like <clears throat> that's that's pretty interesting yeah um keegan any thoughts to to finish this up um yes yes Yeah. Okay. So we yeah. are all in agreement uh yes it would still be called a dog pile very very wild thought uh that is it that's all of our wild thoughts we've gotten through all of them uh and we had a, a, a couple of doozies in, in, included in list. yes uh, i will not be able to you know think straight i'll be daydreaming about these questions and i'm sure the audience members will be too uh but keegan uh you're always a great great host uh, whenever you're here a co-host i guess yeah uh uh, but yeah, you just do a fantastic job of really thinking thinking differently than me and DJ. Because of course, you know it's always good. Uh, what is it? You know, threes a crowd? That's not true. Uh, because yeah. you bring a, you know an aspect to the show that me and DJ usually can't can't think from that kind of point of view. Right. So we appreciate you being here, and I and I really do enjoy these Wild Thoughts. Episodes. Oh boy, yeah. this is Wild Goodness. Thoughts Volume Two. Yep. And I'm actually surprised that it took us this long to do another one. No kidding. Yeah. We so. should do it more often. But Keegan, any closing statements for Wild Thoughts, Volume 2? Uh, I just want to thank you, Quinn, and you, DJ,
2: for allowing me to come and speak into your microphone. Mm. And uh, I really do like what you've done to the place. The last time I was here, there was the... You know, the trees. I know, down. I know, I know. Well, we, we're, we're not going
1: we to get about it. Cleaned about it. Up. We've really fixed it up, and yeah, it's, a great, it's a great atmosphere. I'm really enjoying it, and hopefully, I'll be back on sometime. Wild Thoughts Volume 3, I'm sure, will be at oh. some point in the future. Hopefully, not 20 episodes away. We definitely yeah. need to keep this coming a little bit faster. But yeah, yeah right. Keegan, thank you for being here. Uh, and that's going to conclude this episode of AYN 2K. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, my name is Quinn Eaton. I am DJ Pig. And this is Keegan Watkins. And you guys, take it easy.